that's why you should always order the Spatzel. What's going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. So, Dan, last night, we didn't record when we normally did because I went to go see Nate Bargatze with my wife and our neighbors and some friends. Super cool. And um, we went to a place called Das Beer Garden. And I got the Spatzel. And if you don't know what Spatzel is, it's like German mac and cheese. Yeah. And it's delicious. So you should, if if there's Spatzel on the menu, get you should get. Yeah, for sure. How was Nate? He was fantastic. Yeah. So this is the first time I've ever been to a comedy show in an arena because hmm. it was at State Farm Arena where the Atlanta Hawks play. And uh, he had three openers, but the direct, his direct support is fantastic, is his dad. Huh. Because his dad is a is a magician. He's been a magician for for decades. Wow. So yeah, his dad came up and did his bit and he was funny and he was a good magician and got really like choked up, like thanking us for supporting his son. Like mm. it was this really sweet experience. Then Ypergatsi came out and just crushed. It's great. It was a blast. It's great. I've seen one comedy show in in a stadium and it was Louis C.K. came okay. here to Greensboro and I saw him. I saw him here. It was uh, when a lot of people were canceling their stuff because of the North Carolina bathroom bill. So a mm. lot of artists were canceling things, and he did not, and instead gave all of his uh, proceeds to LGBTQ benefit stuff. So he's like, why, cool. why cancel it? Why not just do it and have it be helping? So Yeah, it is a little ironic that he didn't cancel over the bathroom situation. I mean, that's another that's story a for another whole, podcast. Yeah, other thing. Maybe, maybe another group of dudes with mics can talk about yeah that that's not that was not for us that was not for us yeah. <laughs> well other than that how, how how's it been going man it's been good you know i played a karaoke on saturday night and went really well place was full and bumping and playing with me and interacting and fun um and then this week i have acoustic private holiday parties on both wednesday and thursday i was offered nice. one friday and when i looked at sort of my Life, uh, the work-life balance of three in a row just didn't work for me. We have some folks coming over Saturday, and I just couldn't deal with Friday night yeah. being booked. So I, for the first time in a really long time, I declined a booking. Um, yeah. Saying no is a powerful thing. <laughs> always remember that you can. <laughs> so there's an opportunity does not mean you have to say yes. But yeah, that's going to be fun. It's uh, The first one is an interior design firm that I did the trivia for a couple of years ago. And um, so I'll be doing them again. So that's fun. At a venue that I really want the band in at. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to get in there for the first time and meet people. And then the second one is, um, it was a referral from somebody on our um, yeah, uh, you know, Adam Daffron from Savvy. Adam Daffron from Savvy, who referred uh, his former employer. Well, I guess their entertainment fell out and they were in a scramble, and I was able to support him. So that'll be Thursday. So, uh, yeah. It's pretty wild that a guy from Montana was able to get you a gig in North Carolina. That's what we all, yeah. The, the, it's pretty wild. The Booker woman and I agreed that that was crazy. But, uh, but yeah, here we are. Sweet. Yeah. So that's my upcoming week. In our world, all of those, those last minute folks that dropped in, dropped out. When I started quoting, which is kind of what I expected, you know, we we had decided that if you're going to make last minute decisions, you're going to pay last minute prices. Yeah. So um, a lot of that stuff did not materialize, which is fine. Yeah. And we've got our corporate event this coming Friday. We've got rehearsal uh, on Wednesday. And this one has been just kind of weird and mercurial. And it's it's in a non-ideal venue with a very indecisive client for a total of, I think, 30 people. Huh. And so <laughs> the the idea is we're going to go through 
the things that they requested. And then I'm going to start calling audibles stuff that maybe hasn't been played before stuff that is in the book. We need to be light on our feet for this event. And so I just want to make sure that we can jump in and, and do whatever needs to get done in order for the, the event to go smoothly. So yeah, awesome. that's a, that's the objective. Very cool. And some other developments going on, not quite ready to talk through them because we're kind of sorting through some details, but lots of exciting things on the horizon that I am interested to see pan out. Yeah. I got a, but, I got a sneak preview of that before we hit record. It's exciting stuff. Uh, other housekeeping stuff, I feel like if if you're like a diehard, because we dropped this Thursday night, if you get this Thursday night, by the time this airs, the giveaway for the Rockstock Bright Switch will probably be almost ending. It, it, the uh, the sign up ends midnight uh, Friday. So if you get this and you haven't heard my very urgent uh, reminder from this week to enter the contest, you'll have a little bit of time on Friday to get your name in before the, the sign up closes. Yep. So go ahead and do that. Yep. Link will be in the show and notes. hundred percent. And I think that's it. Prepping for the, for the NAM trip, got some AV stuff to get and man, now would be a great time for you to sign up for the Patreon. Cause I've got a couple of things I need, <laughs> I need to pick up, <laughs> including an airplane ticket. So, uh, right, right. just something to consider. Yeah. Last minute gift idea, uh, for me. <laughs> might be enjoying the patron anyway let's go to reviews this one is a five-star review from somebody with the greatest name ever yeah uh this is bandy dumbledore batman bandy it says dumbledore if you're in a batman. band yes so many different references mm -hmm. in one one name yep it says if you're in a band this is a must listen i play in a cover band and this is my number one weekly podcast i've learned a lot listening to these dudes and it's nice to hear the perspective from fellow cover bandies which I think is a word that he created. I like it. So big thanks to you, Bandy Double Door Batman, for yeah. the kind words. Oh, Bandy, I get he, it. Bandy, like covered Bandy, Bandy double, double Double Door Batman. Well, but he like the he spelled it differently. He did. One, he did. The Bandy in his name is with a Y, and the cover Bandy's is spelled with an I E S, like like candies. I don't know. I don't understand, but I like it. I don't have to it's understand. That's the thing. It's like no. it just it speaks to me without my having to have any understanding. It's all good. Uh, just like uh, Tool, the band. I, was gonna I say, don't understand it, yeah, but I like it. Yeah. The only thing bad about tools, they're fans. And I say that as a person who likes tool, but hates tool fans. I mean, they're, yeah, their behavior is like their band. Well, no, the, the Maynard's always like, we take our music seriously. We do not take ourselves seriously. And that's not what tool fans do. Right. There's a, there's a really great uh, article from, what is it? Uh, Hard Times. Mm. It says 10 reasons why tool fans are smarter than you. According to me, a tool fan. <laughs> and it's great. Tool fans understand genius. They understand music theory. They're educated. Like, and it literally goes through. It's so, it's mm. smug and, and hilarious. That's good. And I've got a story about tool fans that uh, if you don't follow me on TikTok, you should because it's a doozy. I didn't even tell Dan about that one, but I'll, no. we'll wrap that up afterwards. Yeah. Anyway. Look forward to it. Big thanks to Bandy Double Door Batman for the kind words. If you would like to, <laughs> if you would like us to read your favorite Harry Potter character and DC comic book hero, leave us a review and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. So one last thing before we get into your story. Yeah. About a year ago, we did an entire episode about my wife's corporate Christmas party and uh, the band that they hired and how it was just an exercise in all the things you are not supposed to do if you are playing these kinds of gigs. 
Well, wouldn't you know it, a year has passed and there was another Christmas party to attend. And so we did. Uh, this one was at a music venue called the Roxy, which is in, in the new Brave Stadium complex. They call it Truest Park. And uh, they had a band playing and they were called Color the Night. I believe they are booked through East Coast Entertainment, which if you are familiar with that agency, they're basically just it's a big conglomerate full of all of these bands that are kind of interchangeable, but have their own kind of unique stuff. And uh, it was very much the the opposite experience. It was a band that knew exactly what to do and how to do it. And it's good. Man, we got out there on the uh, on the dance floor. Amber uh, was dancing like in ways that I knew she would regret in the aftermath <laughs> in the light of day. Yes. <laughs> and I definitely was uh, was was cutting some rugs. Excellent. And and doing things that I also probably should not have been doing. Yeah. It was great cardio, though. There's nothing like doing cardio in a uh, velour jacket. Yeah. But that, there we were. It enhances the whole. Uh, 100%. Aroma. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, BAM is great. So if you ever are you're going to like a festival or some sort of municipal event and Colors of Nights there, you should go check them out. Yeah. Because they were great. Awesome. All right. So Dan says that he's got a story to to regale us with. I'm just going to let you get to it, man. Well, look. He, what happened? Here's the thing. So, Adam, you ever get like yes. frazzled? No. Like under the Me? gun? Like I'm a person who famously does well under pressure. <laughs> right? Very go with the flow. Very yeah, just chill. Low key. Just lay back. Yeah. yeah. Chill, I, lay back. Here's the thing. That's I me. tend to be. So when frazzle comes out of me, it's really, it's really notable. Um. Saturday, um, I had the trivia gig that I talked about that, um, on Saturday morning, I realized that I had created a Facebook event seven to 10 and the Instagram event that the band, the, the venue had posted was six to nine. So that was the beginning of my day coming off the rails. Um, I updated my Facebook post to make it six to nine. I contacted the people who I knew were coming and let them know the time had changed. It's fine for everybody. I had some stuff to deal with during the day on Saturday, including holiday-ish. You know, the tree's lovely, but it ate up my day. And for a year now, I've had most of the time a weekly standing acoustic gig. And so I've traveled with my acoustic PA rig in the back of my car. Hadn't had to think about it. Everything's just there. I pull up to the venue. I got it all. Well, we had to carry some stuff in my car a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't have a regular acoustic gig, so I was like, well, fine. I went back down to the, the storage unit. I, we practice, and I store gear in a 15 by 20 indoor climate-controlled storage unit, and I unloaded everything, emptied up back in my car. We went and did that task, and my car's been empty ever since. And so Saturday afternoon, I knew the move was I need to go to the storage unit, pick up my stuff, load it up, go to the gig. Somehow I got tangled up in some family stuff or some, I can't even remember what it was, but I was running late and I knew I had to go out of my way to get to the storage unit, get the stuff. It's like, you know, there's things I got to do and collect all the things and remember which all the parts are and remember how it all fits in my car, which it's been a few weeks since I unpacked it. And I do think I know all that, but uh, so I get down there, get in the storage unit, get all my stuff, load up the car. Uh, I forgot one thing. It was the, um, a mic clip that I am short a mic clip in my life. And so I have to steal a mic clip yep. from a, another mic in the storage unit, bring it so that I have it for the other second mic for the carry. So, okay, I can remember that fine, but I still got this itching feeling like I'm forgetting something like this back of my head, like, ah, oh, Christ, what the heck? It's something, I, something it is. I don't know what it is. And this venue is way out the North side of the town, like 
There's no quick run back to the storage unit. That's not a thing. It's, you know, well away from where I am. So I just, I trust myself that I look in the back of the car and I got everything and it's all fine. And so I kind of, you know, kind of bless the, bless the back of it and hope it's all good. Close the car, get in it, drive away. Get to the venue, start unloading. I have enough time to unload. It's fine and set up and everything. It's fine. I start setting up. I get everything ready. I get my power cables all set up. And what I don't have is my power strip. My power strip got stolen out of the Diodario backpack to power a thing upstairs at my house and not mm. return to my backpack. And I knew that and I thought about it earlier in the day Saturday. I saw it there sitting in the hallway and I thought, I got to remember to get that. And I didn't get that. So now I'm at the gig. The power's across the room and I don't have my power strip. And I say to the manager, hey, you know what? I've done the dumbest thing. I just forgot my power strip. You got a power strip laying around? She would have, except that they, it went to a venue that they're doing a, a remote at, sponsoring a table and doing taps at t that night. So they don't have a power strip in. So I Google, there's a grocery store nine minutes away. I drive to it. I buy a power strip. Its cable is like a foot long. So I also buy a 20 foot extension cord. Fortunately, the hardware aisle of the grocery store has both of these things. Scream back to the venue, plug everything in. It's now like six minutes to downbeat, which is, I'm already hyperventilating. I'm like a yeah. punctual guy. And like, if I'm not set up, sound checked and had a quarter of my beer by downbeat, I'm, I'm in, you know, like in bad mental place. And, and I am, <laughs> I'm a mess. A couple of my regulars are already there when I come screaming in with my purchases and they're like, Hey, where you been? Like, I didn't, I thought I'd see you here. Well, I thought you would too, but I had to, so plug all my crap in. It all works. No tweaking needed to the sound. I actually, just, it was plug and play in terms of the sound, which is a miracle. That place is really, really brittle in terms of the acoustics. So would have been tough. Yeah. Here's the thing though. The, the, the first thing, my reaction, aside from knowing that I now had some logistics to deal with and the timing was going to be tight, my reaction to discovering what it was I had actually forgotten and satisfying that itch in the back of my brain was pure relief. Oh. It's like, oh, that's what it is. Okay. Now I just need to, now I just need to deal with that. But my like anxiety about what it is I've forgotten, gone. So I deal with that, come back, have a bit of a scramble to get, you know, downbeat happening. And then I do right on time, play a great gig. It's all good. Get paid well, tips well. It's all a fun, fun night. I pack up, I load up, I go home. I have a day. It's Sunday. I have a nice nap. This morning, I get a phone call from the storage place. The storage place says, Oh my God, sir, your storage unit is unsecured. It appears that there's no lock on the door of your storage unit. And we need you to come down here and rectify this immediately. Okay. So I get in the car and I race down there and, uh, I walk down the hallway to my unit. There's no lock on the door. I open it. Everything's in there. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And the lock, which I, was supposed to put on the door when I left is sitting on the shelf where I put it when I've opened the door. So what has clearly happened was in my, what am I forgetting? Oh my God, I'm forgetting yes. something. What I forgot was to close the door and lock it to my storage unit before getting in my car and driving away. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. So that's the exciting thing about that. Anyway, everything was fine. Nothing was gone from my place at, and the door was closed. So I presume at some point somebody was alone on campus and saw that the door was open and like graciously closed it for me because wow. it's not like I closed it and not locked it. I think I left it open 
and drove away. But it must have been what happened. So, you know, I put the lock on it and I went into the office and like said, gosh, thanks for <laughs> the heads up. And he said, yeah, no, it happens. He said it happens. But like, be this a lesson, right? In the, in the moment of frazzle, really just take a damn deep breath and slow down a little bit. You're not actually going to solve your problem by continuing to move a thousand miles an hour. What's going to solve your problem is to stop and just be present and aware and not, um, making assumptions, just be aware of your surroundings and your situation and, 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 uh, take care of stuff. It was a, it was a scary moment. Driving deck down there this morning was like, I just couldn't stop slapping my head. Like I, 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 you know, uh, man, things can go so many different ways. And like in your, flusteredness you made a mistake i mean everybody makes them sure. to me the takeaway is like the universe kind of took care of you in that 100 you know, percent. the kindness of strangers 100 prevented this from be- yeah allowed this to be a a, a teachable moment and yeah, not yeah. You know, a catastrophic yeah a zero consequence i mean all the way down i was i was i was like enumerating what i have on my music pro insurance and like i was thinking about all of that but the reality is the place is secure at the gate. You have to have a code to get in. You have to have a code to get into the building. So only people who are kind of authorized anyway are inside, even though they're not obviously authorized to be in my unit. So um, yes, the fact that the consequences were limited only to embarrassment is the good news of it. Man, yeah. The, the second you said that about the spot not being secure, just... <sighs> my blood ran cold. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Mine too. We've all been there. And I guess what I what I have been blessed with is a very detail-focused uh, spouse who uh. typically accompanies me on these things. So I've typically run through all of the scenarios multiple times, and then I'm asked about it before you know we get in the car to head anywhere. But it is interesting. Like That's another thing that you don't, realize is when you're starting from scratch, having all the things that you need to perform is a very daunting process. Yeah. yeah. Like remember I, I made that one gig where it was like, we're going to pay you 800 bucks to come play acoustic, like right now. Mm-hmm. And just the process of like gathering things. And of course my stupid ADHD brain requires me to make multiple piles of things that's how like i organize it in my mind and so i'm just literally like moving a microphone cable from one part of the room to another part of the room before i put it in the car like i wish i should have set up a camera and just been like hey this is what my my stupid brain does what my brain puts me through yeah well yeah. speaking of i mean i've been paranoid about leaving that door unlocked the whole time i've been there there have been times i've been driving away driving toward the gate to get out of the complex and thought like, oh, I don't actually remember locking it and turn around, go back in, look. And I always have every time, uh, I wish that I'd had that thought this time would have been handy, oh. but I didn't, I was, I was like already late, already thinking about got to get out there. Like my brain was so far out into the future and not where I was. It was like, it's ridiculous. Well, I mean, all's well that ends well, sure. I, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And it's, you know, a teachable moment for me. And hopefully those of you listening, you know, can laugh at me, feel free. And then also maybe, you know, in those times when you see yourself uh, in a scramble, maybe just remember my blunder and take a breath. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure as soon as your blood pressure kind of dropped to a a more normal level, you're like, this is content. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. And again, 
Yeah. Our brains. For sure. For and, and sure. Yeah. We subject ourselves. Yeah. This must be content. This is content. I'm going to I'm gonna tell one on myself on the pod this week because look at what a jerk I've been. Wow. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, thank you for sharing. We appreciate your openness and willingness mm. to be vulnerable. Always. For the sake of our community. Always. We, we all definitely appreciate it. Yep. Yep. You know, interestingly, here's, here's one other just thing I'd add that adds to the stuff I was dealing with on the way there. The lock that they gave me when I first rented the place was a key lock. And I have a key on a key on my keychain in my pocket, mm-hmm. but my drummer now keeps a kit there. My bassist keeps a, a wireless rig there. And so mm-hmm. what I did was I went out and bought a combination lock, right? Right. So that we can all get into it if we need to. And of kind course. of getting the combination is like a rite of passage in the, you know, we've made it a thing. Yeah. Not that I thought any of them had come in and made that mistake. I was pretty clear how it must have happened was me. But part of what I was dealing with was like, it's not just my equipment in there. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I open that door and it's bare walls, I owe Charlie a drum kit. And, you know, oh, yeah, no, I was going through some stuff in the car. It was bad. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. And of course, you know, your imagination oh. can write stories that reality couldn't ever totally you know live up to totally there's been in my town and probably a lot of towns uh, a, a whole rash of car break-ins where there's like mm-hmm. large valuable things that are untouched because that's not what somebody breaking into cars is interested in they want like loose cash or something like small valuables yeah. like in pocket so you know it's, it'd be the same kind of thing somebody randomly stumbling across a room with several tens of thousands of dollars of music equipment in it. Like, are they going to stick that in their pocket? Not really. That's probably not really no. going to happen. Um, yeah. It would take a bit of an effort to, yeah, you know, to yeah. empty that place out. Yeah. And I'm sure it would be hard to ignore. Right. Well, if this hits home with you, try to find a way to calm yourself down. Yeah. Find, find a way to center yourself. Use some sort of, uh, we, we use the calm app here Mm. and um they they got guided meditations they've got all kinds of stuff there's actually one called like sos (laughs) where it's like you're in the middle of a panic attack so listen to this thing right now yeah you know it it works in a pinch actually i heard a really interesting thing that if you're having a panic attack you should get one of those atomic warheads and eat it yeah because the change of state forces your brain to like slow down or stop spiraling or whatever yeah or a lemon lemon head or something yeah, 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 but change your state. Change your state. Find a, eat a spicy wing yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, gulp some tobacco. Tobasco, not tobacco. Ooh, do not do that. Don't gulp tobacco. Yeah, no, you will throw up. Yeah. I went to college once. <laughs> Learned that the hard way. <laughs> yeah. All right, I think, I think we've- I think we've done I think it. We, I think we've done it. I think it. we nailed it. Yeah. Another flawless episode. There you go. I, I mean, you guys may actually hear a full episode that has not had to be recut. Or edited down too much. We'll see. But yeah, we're about to find out. Yeah. But that's that's what we do. We suffer for you guys. That's right. This is our penance for the audience is to is to suffer and to struggle for the content mind gods or whatever. I don't know what I'm saying, man. Eggplant. It's been a screw the whole yeah. thing. No, no, no. Cut no. It all out. no. No. I no, I love all of this. Keeping it. Keeping it. Keeping it all. You guys are great. And you deserve to hear. <laughs> <laughs> this is if you want to know what the what the patreon bonus episodes sound like it's a lot of this yeah you know the the masks slipping and realness that's that's what you get yeah for the affordable price of whatever it is you want to pay anyway let's go and wrap it i think we i think we've done all the things we need to do Agreed. if you'd like to support the show 
you can do any of the things that Mike's about to tell you. Don't forget to enter the contest because it closes at midnight on Friday. And that's it. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You've been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast for the week of December 15th, I believe. Yes, 2023. Hey, everybody. It's Mike Schulte from the worst name band in America, the Pork Tornadoes. I listen and love this show, and apparently you do too because you made it this far. No one makes it this far, but you did, which means that you owe Adam and Dan. This podcast is free, and you consume it to its fullest. It's time to pay up. Here's three things you need to do. A, you have to leave them a review on your podcast platform. You're already in the app. Click five stars right now. Write some words. Done. While you're there, share this episode to a fellow musician. There's a share icon on your podcast app. Text it to him and say, you need to listen to this. You need to get better. You're not a good musician. This will help you. Two, you have to follow them on your social media platforms. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Go find them and follow. And D, everything I just said is free and it's the least you can do. But here's where you can really support you. Join the Patreon. This is where you can actually support this podcast that you cherish so much. A small monthly donation gets you access to the Slack channel, which is the best place to be if you're a musician who wants to take your band to the next level. You have some of the best musicians giving advice and helping you out, and it's just a great overall community. Do it. I'm serious. Do it now. Do all these things, or else the Pork Tornadoes will come to your town, book a show the same night as your band at a different bar. I'm serious. We'll do it. 